Today's episode is sponsored by Bushbomb. Now, I know you guys have heard me and Bree talk about them on episodes before because we use Bushbomb in and out of the treatment room. Not only is Bushbomb cruelty free and vegan, the ingredients are all natural or naturally derived. My personal favorite products are the Bermuda Oil and the Scrub. This duo is formulated to reduce the look and discoloration of dark spots found on the body. It is a must-have for all my clients that suffer from residual dark marks as a result of picking a spot they shouldn't have. If you guys are not retailing Bush Bomb, I don't know what you're waiting for. You and your clients are going to love it. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. And today we have a super special guest. Bree, bring in. Bring so it in. this is the owner of a Lotus. I'm going to say Rome. Is it Rome? Or, is, do you say it, or do you say it fancier? No, I mean, I say Lotus. I just call it Lotus. Oh, I guess I was going off of your Instagram. I said Lotus earlier. Anyway, this is the owner of Lotus, Kristen, our BFF, the OG of the drawing your infographics yourself, I would like to say. That shit's crazy. Bro, she's so good. So anyway, I'm so excited to have her. When I asked her, she was like, um, yeah. And I was like, okay. But she was also in the middle of doing construction on her new salon. So she couldn't do it um, last time we were recording, but now she can because she's finally freaking done and she gave us updates on everything and it looks fucking fantastic. And I love that you like customized your rooms with the names and shit. It's super fucking cute. Thank so Thank we're going to we're going to start from square one with Kristen today. Um, we're going to go from like the beginning of your journey in aesthetics. I already know her story a little bit because I'm friends with her, but Mo is new to this, so this is going to be great. Um, So you guys are going to be learning along with Mo about Kristen. Yeah, kind of tell us your roadmap to um, where you are are now. She's like, oh, no. Um, Oh, gosh. I didn't expect my whole life story. Um, But you can be and be as authentic as possible. Like, tell us the truth. Like, did beauty school fucking suck? Let us know. You know what I mean? Oh, we got the truth for you. Okay, um, let's go. <laughs> basically, so in high school, I like took it way too seriously. Um, I Feels. completely and totally overworked myself to like the point I was striving for like a 4.5 GPA. I don't know why. I don't Can't know relate. what purpose there was for that. <laughs> I was but, the same way. I get you. <laughs> um, I was crazy. Um, so I literally would go like 72 hours without sleeping, like this whole thing. So by the time I finally got through high school and I graduated with a 4.2 and like had all these colleges or whatever, I was like, I don't even want to do that. Like, I do not want to go back into the academic world. Um, I just want to have fun for a minute. So I decided to take a gap year and I was like, Hey, I have this background in art. I'm really good at art. How about I sell art for a living? And I did that for a little bit. And then I realized I hated it because I don't like attaching a price to something that's so personal. Like I was just, it was too much. Mm -hmm. So then I was actually on the phone with my now husband and I was telling him all this and he was like, well, what do you like? What just sounds fun? I was like, you know what sounds fun? Those people that pop the pimples. Um, period that looks fun to me. So period. Yeah. So I was like, um, how about I just go to school for that? Why don't I do that? 
And where were you? What state did you live in when you went to school? Because you're because now you're in Alaska. No, I was in Alaska. I was oh, in you were now. in Alaska. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah. So this was all in Alaska. Alaska okay. has a grand total of like three aesthetic schools. So Damn. limited options, but I still found the best one. <laughs> what are what are the hour requirements in Alaska? Um, ridiculously dumb. It's three hundred hours. <laughs> yeah. What? No, it's ridiculous. That's a hundred and fifty more than Florida. That's depressing. It's awful. I kid you not. They pump out estheticians in Alaska like water. Like oh there are so many, and I'm all about community over competition. But at the same time, there are so many. Like, and I, think I feel like I feel like you'd have a lot of people that don't know what they're doing because there's no hours. Also, okay, so how much was your school? Um, I think it was seventy five hundred. Damn, that's really expensive for three hundred yeah. hours. Yeah, for three hundred hours. Yeah, I mean it was. I will say. The school I went to, like, I hear other people talk about their schools, and I don't feel quite the same way because it was actually owned by a salon owner. So you pretty much went okay. to school, and then you were fed through the tube, like, right into her salon. Gotcha. So I got a lot of, like, real-world waxing experience. By the time I started, like, day one, I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Not worried about it. Whereas I feel like a lot of people are like, oh... I've never like, <laughs> I've never done a Brazilian, but here I am about to do it, you know? For sure, for Which, sure. Hey, I mean, it's 800 hours here and a lot of girls don't know how to do a Brazilian after school. So, you know. Yeah. So at least you got that out of it. Mm-hmm. I get married. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was compressed. Like we knocked it out um, pretty quickly, but I did feel like it was at a fair pace. I yeah. guess I'm just kind of like, what do you do for a year? I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, so then... Okay, so, so so fast forward. So you, you did work there for her? Yes, did, I worked okay. for her for two years. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And I, yeah, I will say it was a very toxic work environment. Like, I learned so much from there, and I would never, ever trade those years because um, I'm very grateful for it. But the work environment itself taught me everything that I don't want. Yeah, for um, sure. There were was it a high women. turnover right there? Um, one week she fired nine people, like Holy in the same shit, week. Holy shit, bitch! We and here, Mo, Mo and I are like having a hernia over one. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Literally, yeah. I get hemorrhoids thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh my god! Yeah, I don't want to talk bad about her, but there were reasons. Like it was no, that's, that's totally unacceptable. You what you were getting, right? Yeah. Right. So, so then, so did hmm. you open your own place in Alaska at all? No. That's what I, I remember about your story. You were just like, bye, yeah. I'm moving to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my husband's from Georgia. And I was like, hey, we've done long distance now for two and a half years and it sucks. So how about I move down there? Um, and in my brain, I'm thinking, hey, I've saved up $30,000. I can handle a move like this. And then I can handle getting an apartment. And then I'll find some job. I really wanted to work at like a dermatologist's office and mm-hmm. do facials and skincare mm-hmm. more so than waxing because I've done waxing for years and I was like you know what I've done I've seen enough legs I'm good now I think mm-hmm. I think I want to really focus on other things so um I, I had it all planned out and that is so not how it went at all <laughs> I moved October of 2019 had my car shipped down from Alaska paid an absurd amount of money to get all that done and taken care of and then 
you know, you think in your head, I'll just submit my application to get my aesthetics license transferred. And that should take like a month tops. That is so not how it went. Um, I had to literally, there was a time where I was calling the state of Alaska every single day and then leaving an angry voicemail because they would not send a very specific email, basically verifying that, yeah, she had a license up here. Um, that was all the state of Georgia needed to complete my application and they wouldn't do it. They're like, well, we can send it in the mail. And I'm like, baby, it's 2019 or whatever. Like we don't do snail mail down in lower 48. So get it together. Yeah. And literally an email takes two seconds. Seconds, but they would not like, they would not answer my phone call. So finally I had to call like the state Lieutenant governor and tell him what was going on. And then he called the board of, like, it was so ridiculous. I'm like in the Sonic parking lot telling this man who has no idea about the aesthetics industry <laughs> my life story and how I haven't been able to work for 90 days because I don't have a license and um he was like well that's ridiculous let me get a hold of Cynthia <laughs> yeah call <laughs> that bitch Cynthia. Cynthia why'd you Why do our girl why'd you do our girl and like that like, oh oh yes I think I have heard um your story yeah let me go ahead and send that email it was processed yeah. that day wow that day. wow so wow. That was like hurdle number one. <laughs> Good for you for being um, resourceful, though. Some people you. wouldn't even call that, take that stuff to call whoever that is, like get his information. Mm-hmm. And they would just be like, well, they just never would send it. So that's it. Yeah, I was not having it. And then I feel like my second hurdle was trying to find a place to work because little old Rome, Georgia is like not with the times. They don't have um, websites for a lot of these businesses. At least they didn't two years ago. Things have changed a lot, um, especially after COVID and everything went virtual. But a couple of years ago, like I couldn't find any information on any salons, any spas. And not only as, you know, someone looking for a job, but like as a client, that would really rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, I talked to a couple of people. I talked to one salon owner where I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. It would just be like, one more toxic environment. And I refused to do that. So I was like, you know what, how about I just find a little room to rent and I will just make my own way. I know, you know what I'm doing. I witnessed for two years, kind of how this is run. I feel like I could do this. So then I tried to find a space and that was a whole other thing because once again, nothing's online. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm literally driving around looking for signs that are like available for lease, whatever, calling spas, salons, seeing if they have a room available. Nobody had a room. And then this one little storefront popped up and I was like, now, wait a minute. Like I could do that. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's a whole storefront. It was 1200 square feet and I'm one person, but I was like, I feel yes. like I could do that. So, um, I literally called that day and within the week I'd signed a lease And that was, damn, (laughs) like that was February 26th of 2020. And in my mind, I'm like, I can get this up and running in two weeks. So I'm thinking March 15th for opening. Um, (laughs) yeah. And then March 15th of 2020 happened. So yeah, that was like hurdle number three. Um, so basically, you know, all these businesses, once COVID hit, once everything shut down, They had their established clientele to kind of, you know, hey, buy gift cards, buy product, I'll ship it to you. Mm -hmm. Restaurants Mm -hmm. were doing to-go orders. I had signed a lease for a building and had absolutely no clientele and nobody knew I existed. And now I had to like front the money for that. Um, So that was cool. That was great. Grand. Um, 
I basically spent, well, luckily I had planned ahead. Like I thought genuinely I wasn't going to make any money the first few months. So I still had some savings and I spent those few months kind of getting Lotus to a place like I would like to go. Like I'd make mm-hmm. sure the decor was on point and I had time for projects because what else was I going to do? Yeah. I spent a lot of time getting my website, you know, knocked down solid um, the way I wanted it. So I'm grateful for it in the end, but it was really hard. For sure. So I have a question. Um, so you, you've gotten to this place, you've got your storefront. How did you get your clients in the door? Excellent question. Um, yeah, I did not know a single soul. So my whole thought process was everyone's first impression nowadays is online. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a restaurant, you pull up their menu immediately and decide if you want to go there. Like that's just right. how we operate. So I wanted my online presence to blow everything I've ever seen out of water, at least in Rome because there was nothing like that. So I started an Instagram um, just for the business, separate from my aesthetics account. And I started running ads just of like the interior of it. Um, I wanted something eye-catching. So people were like, now, hey, what is that? Is that in Rome? Where is that? So that was one way I started kind of gaining attention. And then my website, I made sure my SEO, like all this stuff on the back end was on lock, mm-hmm. which I feel like not a lot of people do, unfortunately, in the aesthetics industry, but you have to treat it like an actual business. Like it's not just a hobby. You've got to do your research on that front. So um, I literally was like watching YouTube video after YouTube video about how to make sure you pop up first. And um, so that you was did all that a big coding thing yourself. Me. You did all that SEO coding by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did. Props to you. Not That's like awesome. Deep, deep coding, but I had to learn a little bit. I feel you. What what host do you use for your website? I use Squarespace. Okay. I like They're Squarespace. They're pretty straightforward. I use Wix. <laughs> Wix. I love Wix. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? But you use Vagaro for your yeah. booking, right? So did you yes. start did you start off with Square? Or did you always have Vigaro? No. No, I've always had Vigaro. And the reason being, I went to a spa up in Alaska one time and they had Vigaro. And I felt like the whole booking experience as a client was really easy. So I was yeah. like, I want that. <laughs> Hell yeah, um, dude. And I just like their their interface, I guess, a little bit better than Square. Mm-hmm. I used Booker at my mind body or whatever it is now um mm. I hated that <laughs> yeah hated that I know it's really good if you've got a please but it was a lot um I feel like it's really good so. for like I feel like it's really good for massage places yes but that's really it or just <laughs> yeah as a client when you're booking online through booker it's really to me it just looks easy I'm like am I on the right website is yeah, doing the right thing? I feel you. I don't know. Plus, like, I love Where's that Vigaro. I love that Vigaro has an app, too. So, because I pretty much have all my clients download the app. Yeah, it makes it easy. Yeah. So, also... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say... With, your episode. <laughs> <laughs> not my episode. Um, <laughs> with Booker, at least in my... And this was two years ago or three... Whatever it was. Actually, it was four. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> With Booker you like we had a physical receipt machine and like all those things yeah. where you literally pass the client the receipt they sign it they put the tip in all that and I hated it because tips were always off at the end of the day 
and we couldn't leave until the cash register was on. So mm. I was like, how about we just do something like, I like how square, you know, you flip it over and it's got the tip already calculated form. If they want to tip, mm-hmm. they sign it's paperless it's for the environment, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the regard did that too. And it had all of like, it was booking, um, first, whereas square is very like every business uses it. Whereas regard was like, no salons, Four spas, salons. Yes. Yogurt, yep. like, yeah. I feel that. Okay. So let's, fa- so you got your clientele, you're doing fucking great. First employee, tell us about it. Oh gosh. So this is where it gets really complicated. Um, so my first employee, it depends on how you count who was first. Mm-hmm. Um, the first employee I had that was like physically in Lotus was Caitlin Cole. She still works with me. I love her to death. Um, she's an esthetician, but I had technically hired a receptionist before I knew she existed. Um, and that receptionist was a friend from high school who was moving from Portland to Georgia. Oh yeah. And I thought that that was like a good idea, No, but it was her idea originally. And long story short, without getting real nasty, we're not on speaking terms anymore. So don't do that. (laughs) Do not hire your friends. They're serious about it. It completely and totally ruined our friendship as hard as I tried to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so learned a lesson that way. Um, but my first like esthetician employee, I love her to death. She's my right-hand man. Like, yeah, I, we compliment each other well. Uh, we feed off each other's energies. Like it's, it was perfect. And I said from the get-go, I was like, I'll hire somebody. Like when that right person comes along, I don't know when that'll be. Because Lotus was my baby. Like, I'm not just mm-hmm. going to hire anybody off the street and train them up and then have them leave. Um, and it was a client who was actually like, my friend graduated not too long ago. If you'd be interested in some help. And I was like, maybe, I don't know. And then we met at Panera Bread and I was like, sold. <laughs> yeah, that fucking easy. I think there's yeah. a big difference too. Like, we've talked about hiring friends and if you should do it or not. Because Mo hired her friend. That was her first hire. Mm-hmm. Um my all the people that I've brought on are now my friends but they weren't my friends at first so like yeah now we're all fucking tight but at first I did not know them like that um but I think it's a big difference too in like what you hire them for yeah so like if you're doing the same thing like if you guys are equals in that aspect like you guys know that like oh I'm doing this amount of work just like you are type shit Mm -hmm. and then you can respect those like levels of boundaries I think that's cool. I feel like when you're hiring somebody as like a receptionist or like your assistant um, and they're your friend, I feel like that's a big fat fucking no-go because now there's that, that's such a huge difference in power. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like we were arguing the entire time when it shouldn't have even been. Because you probably were. Yeah. Because you probably were. No, we were like, and I remember um, Caitlin, because she had been with me for about a month before um, this girl moved down from Portland and started working for me. And she was like, are you good? Aww. And I was like, I'm just really stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's hard. Managing people is the hardest part of my job. Absolutely. Oh, for fucking sure, bro. Plus we all, all three of us still take clients on top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Do you still take clients completely? Yes. I take clients four days a week. Um, I recently cut back from five to four like in mm-hmm. February. It's been the kindest thing I've ever done for myself. <laughs> Bro, I need to get on that bandwagon. Mo's been on my ass. 
I make more money now doing it that way. I know that sounds weird, but it's almost like it forces everybody to look yep. ahead mm-hmm. and it forces them to come to their um, appointment, stay within those boundaries. And so I'm, I'm more efficient, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And plus your relationship with your husband's probably better. Everything. Everything's better. Everything's yeah. better. <laughs> I know. God, I need to do it. Ugh. So what's the path now for Lotus? What's the the route that you're going? Oh, so yeah. So you got your new space. She just yes, got a new space. Um, so, How'd you find this space? Oh my gosh. When I tell I there could be a whole other podcast episode on that alone. <laughs> Basically, in short, um, it took eight months oh, of fuck. hunting. And my poor realtor stuck with me through it all. He was the only one who took me seriously. And um, understood what I was. Buildings in Rome. Rome was like built in the 18-ish hundreds. I don't know. These buildings are old. Like yeah. old brick, old sewer, old everything. And so a lot of them are literally rotting. And they're like, anyways, that'll be $4,000 a month. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I was trying to explain, look, when people are paying, you know, $300 for a facial, it needs to look like it. And yeah. I'm not gonna settle for this cruddy little office building um when that's not what I want and so we were resigned essentially we'd given up we were like you know what fine we'll stay in our spot we'll expand um into the empty space or the empty suite that was next to us Mm -hmm. we were just gonna knock out the wall and take over some of those rooms it wasn't ideal but I was like that's what we'll do and I kid you not um two hours before I was probably about to sign a lease this space popped up we went to look at it and I was like yes you want to talk about divine timing like that yeah. was wild hell yeah so, um and then your turnover like, your turnover on the new space was fast like i feel like you did everything so we, quick <laughs> yeah i at that point um let's see that was like april 1st so when we decided like yeah i think we want to i think we want to move so I signed the lease April 15th. It didn't go into effect until May 1st. So I wasn't able to get in there and start working. Um, but I went ahead and started buying stuff that I could think of. Where I was like, yeah, we're going to need more towels. We're going to need more of this and mm-hmm. that. Um, and then we had a month to, I mean, I could you know, like rip the flooring, rip all the walls, the wallpaper, paint, um, countertop. I had new countertops cut and made specifically for this building because every wall is curved or like a weird obtuse or acute angle. Like none of them are just perfect squares because the building's one big macaroni noodle. It's weird. Literally. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> so it was a headache. <laughs> so is it, it all, was a headache. it's all finished now though, right? For the most part. I mean, I've still like outdoor signage. I was like, I need to get that, but I haven't yet. Cause all Bro, of our clients. that shit's expensive no, too. Need. But you're taking expensive. clients in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we started taking clients first. So then how many people do you have working under you? Is it just the one? No, I now have um, two other estheticians under me and two receptionists. Wow. So I have a question because I have uh, four girls under me and I still haven't hired a receptionist Mm -hmm. because we have Agaro. And I'm like, you know, we can just like check each other in. So like... Why did you decide to hire a receptionist? <laughs> um, at first, it was because um, Caitlin and I were the only two estheticians. So it was just us in that 1,200-foot square space. And we were not eating. <laughs> like We would have a 30-minute break, but 
one client would show up early and it's like, well, yep. I'm not going to make them sit. So I would take them. And then it just, there were things throughout the day where I was like, I cannot keep up. Or somebody comes in, they want to buy a gift card. Vagaro gift cards take 900 years. They literally like, wow. do. They do. It's awful. Oh my yeah. gosh. And then next thing you know, I'm behind. I was just so stressed. And I was like, you know what? We need somebody. And I could, you know, I told her, I was like, we need like lube for the business. Like we need somebody to go in between all the things and make mm -hmm. it run smoothly. So, um, and I had let go of my receptionist friend at that point, right. And I thought that it would be fine. And we weren't. So, um, I literally posted like we're hiring and I had a couple applications, but none of them had the time commitment that I needed. But one girl <laughs> had like two years of previous salon spa experience being a receptionist and she had all the availability. And I was like, yes. So oh, yeah. And she walked in and she was dressed head to toe, so cute, and just had like the most precious energy about her. And I was like, yeah, that's sold. Here for it. So um, she's still with us. Her name's Kinsey. I love her to death. She still runs and gets us food all the time. It's like her priority <laughs> to make sure we're fed. And make <laughs> what sure we need. Are happy. And yeah, no, I mean, literally, I was joking with her. I was like, your job is food. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So do you and feel like at your salon, what is your most popular service? Hydrofacial? Yeah. Hydrofacial is our number one. Thank mm -hmm. God. Bro, and especially. Bro, you I would hope so for how expensive those damn say, machines are. You have an actual hydrofacial, like a 40K machine. 40,000. Yeah. they like $40,000. She said, yeah. Yeah. I have That's two. Oh my God. Bro. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So we're coming near the end here. <laughs> I always ask people this to come on the podcast that are, you know, obviously successful. Give us your top piece of advice for a new esthetician that's looking to, you know, grow and build. Um, I think first and foremost, you've got to treat those first few clients, even if in school, even if it's your mom. Your dad, I mean, I don't know. Whoever it is, treat them like gold. Um, treat them the way that you would want to be treated. I know that's the golden rule. But I mean, think about the extras. Think about, you know, do you leave like a mint on their pillow? Do you get a bed warmer? Do you do all those extra things to make them feel special? Because they will be your loudest supporters at the end of the day. Um, and I mean, word of mouth is the best, but you can't get that word of mouth before those first few. So um, making sure to leave a lasting impression and give something to people they've been looking for and haven't been able to find um, is your best bet. I love that. Thank you. Tell the people where they can find you and follow you on social media. Um, I am at Skin by Kristen on Instagram. Kristen with an E, not an I. These are <laughs> elite. Um, and then, I mean, if you want to follow my business, it's at Lotus Rome. Or if you want to come, it's in Rome, Georgia. Perfect. And come see our giant new building. It's fabulous. <laughs> now, are you hiring at all? Say we have new SDs that are there. Are you hiring or would you consider hiring a new SD? Essentially, I think right now my priority is I've got, um, so my third esthetician, um, mm -hmm. her name's Rachel, and I am really focused on getting her books built up. Caitlin's solid. She's good. Mm -hmm. But um, I am of the opinion, like, it's not fair to her to bring on more until yeah. I fulfill like my duty as a boss, I guess, to make sure no, that she sure. is successful. Um, so I'm kind of just waiting on that. I also like managing people's a lot <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'm really content. Like I don't want 26 women under me. Um, right. just because I like, 
having that tight knit group. And I like going, like we went to Justin Bieber concert together, all of us. Yeah. Um, and I paid for it. And if I had 26 girls, that's a lot of Justin Bieber tickets. That's a lot. And I'm all about like treating people equally and making sure, you know, um, no one feels left out. And so for that reason alone, I'm kind of like, I don't know, like I want to go on a trip and I want to take them to Vegas one day and like those types of things. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure I'm able to pour just as much into every person. And I don't know, like, it's hard. It's like being a mom. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I mean, that's good to know, because I think if a lot of people are in that small town, or I feel like Georgia's probably not even that big, to be honest, especially Rome. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I feel like if somebody is there, that's good to know. I don't know if estheticians are like a you know, dime a dozen there or not, but, um, I mean, four or five. Oh, well, Hey, there you go. But yeah. So that's really good to know for anybody who's listening. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. We really appreciate you. I feel like I learned something. Heck yeah. I mean, I I need to hire a receptionist. Same. (laughs) Same. And answer phone calls. And if you don't like answering phone calls. That's me. I have PTSD. Yeah. No, she's fabulous at it. Every time it rings, I just look at her. I'm like, do you want to get it? (laughs) All right, Kristen, thank you so much. And we will catch the vibe next time, guys. Peace. Peace. Bye, y'all. Bye.